El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. That was weird. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion, a podcast about politics and life and comedy and stuff hosted by Adam Todd Brown. I am not Adam Todd Brown. I'm Brett Raider. Adam is on vacation in the Midwest. He forgot to record this intro, so I'm doing it. Oh, the power that I wield. It's so mighty. Joining us today. He used to work at Cracked. He doesn't anymore. He'll host your child's bar or bat mitzvah for a cool $350 plus food and lodging. That's a pretty good deal. Book him while supplies last. It's Tom Ryman. He knows a lot about movies also. Ladies. Also joining us today. I don't remember the last time she's been on this show. That's mainly because I, I haven't really listened to Unpops in, a, in a, about a year or so. She could have been on three weeks ago, but I don't think she's been on recently. It's because she lives in foggy London town with Ringo Starr and Winston Churchill. It's Maria Shahata. It's going to be a good show. Join us, and we'll talk about Nazis and stuff. All right, we are recording. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. Hey. This is fun. Brett and Tom are back. Holla. Because what do any of us have to do except record podcasts right now? Not a goddamn thing. Not a fucking thing. And I think Maria Shahada's still here, or she may have just hung up the phone. I'm here. Yay, Maria Shahada. I'm waiting for an introduction. <laughs> on location Hi. from England. How long have you been out there? We missed you on the network since been, you fled the country. I, was it because of Trump? Uh, I just assumed it was yeah, tax related. It was, yeah. I mean, like, well, I've never paid my taxes. I don't know what that is, but like, um, sure. Yeah, for Trump, and then like I met a, a guy and we like got engaged, and so I, I've been in uh, London oh, for what a year and a half now. Are you so? Are you married? No, I'm not married. Are you still engaged? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Sweet. No. <laughs> so, no. It's over. We we broke up. Oh, I won't ask about Nick. Fuck that guy. Was his, was his name even Nick, or did you just pick a name? <laughs> I just I, no, I picked a name. I don't even know what his real name was. Brett, how are you doing? Are Pretty you good. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say, Maria? I I said, are you kidding? Do you really not know what his name is? No, I tell his name's Nick. It was Nick. Said that. Even I remember that. And I, yeah. <laughs> he was on. He was on the podcast. Right. He was, and he's British. <laughs> Oh my God! Your British accent. So, and he's no, in the room. <laughs> so, so now you're like alone. Are you stuck in England? Are you like alone? Can you get back? I don't know how immigration works. I'm. I mean, I'm not like a refugee. Like, I could get back if I wanted to. I just like London, and uh, no, yeah, I'm. I'm single. I'm not alone. Alone <laughs> sounds so oh, bad. Are you alone? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean it like that. I apologize. Yeah. I am alone, though. I'm very, very alone. <laughs> well, we're glad you're surviving, even though you're so lonely. We want to come out there and do shows in London sometime, and in Europe in general. Please do, but we've been saying this. We have. We've been saying this for years. Let's do it. I toured last year with a really huge German rapper who wants to bring us out also. Oh, sweet. I uh, totally do that. Yeah. I just realized Tom is wearing headphones, but the, also there are headphones on oh, his shit. microphone. I didn't even see those. What? extravagant so oh, extravagant beautiful yeah tom what have you been up to man since we recorded last you were on last week's episode um get it breath <laughs> you know the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes because i spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life maria can't hear any of the music behind this right now so this part seems very weird that's why we call this segment this week and me just looking at my phone where don't even care I, uh, you know, I have play you this done guitar this show solo. <laughs> have I done the show? Yeah. I have not, no. Welcome. Tom's looking at his phone. Hopefully it doesn't break the recording. Unless it's on airplane mode. You know, like it should be. Well, it's on Do Not Disturb. I didn't know I had it. Be like an airplane, air, Tom. Be like an airplane. an airplane. So what are we talking about today? That's a new thing I do. I throw that question out to the guests as if I don't host and research this podcast myself. Right. We're talking about Britain, Britain first. first. Yeah, Maria, have you joined Britain first since you lived in England? As soon as I got there. That makes sense. That I makes sense. I didn't know what it was. I, 
I didn't know what it was for. I was like, this sounds like um, Britain yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. It's just where you go that first when good. you get to they Europe. Were, they were waiting at the airport. They were giving out free T-shirts. <laughs> I was like, all right, this sounds like a good organization. Maybe I'll. Maybe it's a good networking opportunity. Interesting that they let you in the group. <laughs> Being that you were immigrating to yeah, I, I felt like <laughs> yeah, I felt I felt like everybody was just kind of looking at me weird, but you know, I just thought it was because I'm short. I I never know. I don't care. But yeah, Britain first. Yeah, it's this is if anyone's unaware, this is a group that Trump retweeted a few weeks ago, and then people were like, "Hey, that's like a far right anti-Muslim hate group," and he was like, "Eh," and those tweets are still up. I even think he said Ant. He didn't say Ant, but say, Sarah Sanders shit. said, yeah, but still. Yeah, her actual response was, well, it doesn't matter if that they're not real or true because the threat is real, and that's what the president is talking about, which is the most fucking insane 3D chess, response baby. Yeah. to anything you could give. It's, it's very insane. The threat of being, of being pushed off a roof, that right. threat is real? Mm-hmm. Right, or being uh, beat up while you're on crutches by someone who also grew up in the same country that you were or born the, in. Or the threat of someone smashing a statue during wartime. Which that, I didn't give a shit about. Why were we supposed to be mad about that statue getting smashed? That's was, like was Sinead all, O'Connor shit right, right there. And it was also during like a war. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got bigger fish to fry. You break things. How, Maria, how visible is this group in England right now? Is it... I feel like we're maybe giving them, or at least Trump, maybe giving them more attention than they normally even get. Because I read they only have a thousand members. It's not a lot. Honestly, like I never hear, I never hear about them ever. I don't. Nobody talks about them. It's kind of like the way everybody in England thinks Americans, single American, owns a gun. It's like maybe sure. you guys think that that's like a huge group. It's, it's just it's never spoken about. I didn't even know about it until. Is it possible? Morning, so. <laughs> is it possible, Maria, that because you live in London, it would be like, "Hey, Adam, how many KKK people do you see?" And Adam's like, zero. I live in Los Angeles, and there's not a there's not yeah. like a white supremacist, like an out white supremacist, to be found for a hundred miles. Is it possible? Is like, that how far yeah, Orange like, County is from LA? Yeah, I was just thinking maybe <laughs> maybe Riverside. I don't know. That might be sixty miles. But is it possible that like you live in the, a liberal bubble? I, I'm or and like yeah, that it's out on the it's on the own, outskirts. It's like so different from the rest of the country. It's like I mean, yeah, it's just like New York or LA is to the state. It's just yeah, it's um, a big metropolitan city with a uh, you know Muslim mayor. Like they're not they're I don't I don't know anybody who's a part of the Britain First Party. Or even the other ones, or UKIP, or um, the English Defense League, and all that. I don't know anybody who's a part yeah. of that. English Defense League. They're like political soccer hooligans. <laughs> Such an interesting... <laughs> that's what they sound like. <laughs> yeah, that's, what I, that's basically what they are. Are the other two like actual political oh. like groups, or are they just... I mean, do Well, they, like, UKIP feel, is do they... the group that basically passed Brexit. Okay, They so were they... the group that okay. was run by Nigel Farage, and they They were... do like field candidates for office. Yeah. And this group does. Cool. Like, well, we have is... more members. We have more subscribers than Britain First has hmm. members, which means which means I, I think we all realize we need to take a really racist turn with this yeah. and start getting some. Which more... means you need Trump to retweet you. Yes. Yes. So yes. That you could get more subscribers. Everyone's busy trying to get blocked by Trump. I just want to get retweeted. <laughs> Give me that sweet, sweet retweet. I'm just going to tweet a link. To one of our podcasts and the word Muslims with a question mark and tag him in it. What if see he if he is, <laughs> see if he just Muslims? goes for it? What if you taped a podcast, say in January or February, and it wasn't particularly anti Trumpy or, or like anti conservative? It was kind of a more middle of the road thing on maybe why gun control, like you've done some gun control, like why gun, gun control is harder to do than normal. And he tweets out, great podcast hosted by like, Beanie in quotation Adam Brown was that a shot at the beanie I'm wearing? I don't right know. I'm now? trying beanie. to think because he makes up nicknames from South Korea. Make you monster. But if he just did a typical Trump Trump tweet that was like kind of racist, like kind of written by a 70 year old man, but it was kind of positive about unpopular opinion, would that be the best thing that's ever happened to you? Uh, in some respects, would you respond? Yeah. Oh, go fuck yourself. I would respond, go fuck yourself, but that would the damage would be done. He yeah. would have tweeted about it already. You know, I mean, it would just it, it would just keep you in the um, and everybody's uh, everybody would know about you more. You you should exactly. respond to him as much as possible. But like, I mean, 
Yeah, that would be all good. It would no get publicity is bad publicity. But I mean, it would get me locked in a camp someday. I'm That's sure. That's the Trump mantra. But other than that, it would be fine. So let's talk about Britain first, because it's it's crazy how far right this group is, because it's, you know, you hear, oh, that's Trump. He just supports these things. But this is a sitting U.S. president tweeting a really hardcore far right anti-Muslim group just completely unapologetically. No qualms about it. He hasn't taken the tweets down. I checked right. this morning. And they're all videos that purport to be one thing, and they're all, I think, easily debunked. Right. I don't know about the one with the kid getting thrown off the roof. I don't know if they've debunked that, but the other one is just... Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that... It's the context that's being presented in. Right. Is very misleading. Can you talk about the video? Like, the videos in the tweet is a Muslim, a brown-seeming person, teenager, right? There were three tweets. Or, There's one that just shows, like, a Muslim guy... Smashing a statue of the Virgin Mary, which I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I could see that on late That's night television Tuesday. or something. Someone gets, yeah. gets the gumption for it. And again, that was like that wasn't like a Tuesday. It was like in a war. Yeah, during yeah. wartime, like yeah. in a war zone. People do. What was it in Syria or something? Where was it? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I probably should have looked that up. <laughs> yeah. the, the one with the crutches was somewhere in northern Europe. The right? crutches, the. Both of the kids in the crutches video were born and raised in the Netherlands. So even though one of them had brown skin, he was by no means a Muslim immigrant who came to the Netherlands and started beating the shit beating out of kids on white crutches. kids and crutches. That's, that was the context that was presented in the video. Yeah. Like, watch this Muslim immigrant beat up some young, right. innocent white kids. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, all these kids were all these kids are from the Netherlands, were born there, so he's not an immigrant. And right. white kids probably deserved it. Yeah, yeah, you never know. And then the one with the person getting thrown off the roof. I don't know anything about that one. In that was in Alexandria. Virginia? <laughs> in Egypt. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that would have been crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, they just do that there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't... The the thing about the videos, it's... And yeah, we, we brought it up already. When people asked about it, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was just like, eh, the threat is real. And it's like, no, it's not. Muslim people aren't throwing us off roofs in the United States. Mm -mm. I don't hear about Muslims being emboldened to beat the shit out of white people. It seems like it's the exact opposite right, right now. It seems like the diametric opposite yeah. is what's happening. I feel like we are creating a climate where white people feel confident in beating up Muslims. Like the two Trump supporters who beat up a... Well, he was Mexican because they have... Trump's diverse in his hatred, but uh, the two Trump supporters in Boston who beat up that Mexican the, the homeless guy, right? homeless guy yeah. and when they were arrested... They Already, said, not a challenge. Right, yeah. You can beat most homeless people. Right, especially if you have a metal pole, which is what they beat him with. Right. And when they were arrested, they said, Donald Trump is right, all of these illegals need to be deported. So you're going to beat them with a metal pole back to Mexico? What the fuck does that even mean? You can't, I mean, they're in Boston. Yeah. You're going to have to beat him for a long time to get him all the way back to Beat Mexico. him onto the Acela. Get down <laughs> to Washington, D.C. at least. And in England, there was a guy in, I think it was just last year. I can't find him in the notes right now. But there was a guy who murdered yeah. someone from the opposing political party while shouting Britain first. Yeah, I think, yeah. That, I think it was at the beginning of last year. Joe, Joe Cog. Yeah. Yeah, it was exactly. Joe Cox that was Joe, murdered. Joe what is the guy's name? I have it in these. And um, damn it! And their defense was like he wasn't done talking. He wasn't saying Britain first. He was saying Britain first things first. No, <laughs> like, oh, like, okay. What the fuck ever? <laughs> Britain first. I would like um, to say. Well, <laughs> oh, maybe he, was, maybe he had a Cockney accent. Like, let's keep Britain. <laughs> maybe he was a Cockney, yeah. and he was talking about how Britain wants to like sleep with all the other countries and he was like britain firsty <laughs> probably <No>. not <laughs> could be yeah he was his name was thomas that's, that's probably it yeah his name was thomas Mayer. in 1988 he wrote a letter to a white supremacist publication in south africa expressing <laughs> hope that the white race will prevail mm. which south africa was like sounds good yeah awkward side note 
They really don't in South Africa. Pretty shortly after that letter, right? Like, yeah, things went really <laughs> yeah. bad for the white uh, the the white race in South Africa. Bad timing. Not long after that bad letter. Bad timing, Thomas. Uh, he also possessed a bunch of Nazi paraphernalia as well as books that were doubting the Holocaust. And he also studied assassinations of liberal political figures. That's how we get Trump to retweet us. You don't you do Muslims with a question mark? Like Muslims? You also do Holocaust? Oh yeah, yeah. Like with the with the, the shrug. The way to do Trump <laughs> to retweet is to do is to send one of these videos or like the video of of it was like a, a YouTube it was like a WWE sort of thing, but with like Hillary's face sort of superimposed on the character that was getting beat up or thrown out of the ring or something like oh, that. Yeah. You tweet one of those and then when the million, like all the news media is like, what is this unpopular opinion thing? They go listen to one podcast, like, oh, these people hate Trump. They just, they just want some some publicity. Just they just played their cards right. Yeah, exactly. Get them some subscribers on Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash unpops. You got yeah. played, POTUS. <laughs> Should we pull up? Can can we look at the Britain First website? Quick, I can. Oh, I no, have, you the, have. Do, the, do you yeah. want that? Never your, mind. I have the the. Do you want that particular FBI flag on your? Uh, you're goddamn right. I do. <laughs> oh yeah, it would. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah. The Britain First website. One of the things I noticed right away. I use a plugin when I surf the web, as the kids call it these days, mm-hmm. called Web of Trust. The World Wide Web. And if you've never used Web of Trust, it's a Chrome plugin that will basically tell you if the website you're about to visit is safe or not. It oh, puts a, a green, yellow, or red icon next to each website. I'm sorry, this guy looks like. Um, fuck. They have the. I forgot his, I forgot his name. Rothis, looks, a guy looks like Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, there's no. Or if Anthony, Anthony Michael Thomas was going to play Bane. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Swole Anthony Michael Hall. Michael Hall. Oh, Michael Thomas. But Jesus normally Christ. this Web of Trust, what this plugin does, if you visit a website that they deem unsafe, they give you this really intrusive full screen pop-up that's basically like warning this site is to, and it's very effective. Like Right, and the and the, the, the initials are W-O-T, so it's like, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. But this site just has... <laughs> Just has a red banner across the top that really blends in, and I've never seen that on any other site. Which is makes it more? Me, is it more uh, intrusive on other sites? No. Yes, on other sites, it's a full screen pop up. Oh shit! That takes over the whole, and you have to click out of it, and you have to literally click a button that says "Ignore this warning. Go to website." And here, they just have this banner, which makes me wonder: Did they like push for this? Did they like? I don't. I don't know how this is the one hate website in the world because i visit so many you guys <laughs> and i don't know how this is the only one that doesn't get that pop-up it's weird i don't know the answer to that <laughs> damn it brett why not what is the website what is the plugin what is it protecting you against it's content just or shady like, shady websites like, um, right yeah like fishing websites pornography websites about the band fish fisting <laughs> websites yeah <laughs> Yeah, fisting websites, fisting right. with a PH, which is so really... What, the, what does the banner say? Uh, it just says, warning, this site has some trust issues. Same. Tread, Tread carefully. carefully. Yep. View, uh, and then there's two links, view full report. Don't warn me about this website again. Which, yeah, don't we all have trust issues? It's a good there's, point, Brett. I, I like on the slide... We need that, yeah, we need that banner for, we need that banner for Tinder profiles and stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Warning, this person has some trust issues. <laughs> Their slideshow of images, one of them, it says Britain first and racism, but they put racism in quotes, and it's a picture <laughs> of the lady, uh, the Jada uh, Franson. Jada Franson, putting her arm around a black person, and it is the only black person in any of these photographs. Yeah, so it's like, see, I'm next to a black person. I'm How could I possibly be racist? I think they kidnapped her, actually. <laughs> It's yeah. It's what it's what all these you know about uh, the choker Trump bots and stuff too. It's like how could Trump be racist? Look at this. Look at this Trump like black people that love Trump account that that follows Trump. And it's like oh well, you research into it and it's like a photoshopped image of like a stock photo black person right. with a MAGA hat on it. <laughs> yeah, and they uh, some of the things they have on their website lots and lots of petitions. One, to demand that the BBC stops discriminating against white Britons because they have a trainee broadcast journalist post up on their website, 
And it says it's only open to candidates from a black, Asian, or non-white ethnic minority background. It's a diversity hire. It's a diversity many, hire. Many large companies do. It's yep. a good thing. You hear it talked about, like people talk about that in Hollywood about how there's no diversity, but there on a lot of shows there is. No, there it's are legally. It's yeah, at least part of writers' rooms. It's illegal. Well, not illegal, but you don't get as much funding or support from the Writers Guild if you don't have a like a diverse hire, whether it's um, a woman or a non-white person or um, sex, someone people of, a, of color. People of color. People sorry. of color. Sorry, Brett. Jesus. I'm trying to be nice. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, someone of a you know uh, like a non uh, hetero. Oh God, I don't know the words. You know, we know Whatever. what diversity you know what means. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody who's not a straight white man. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And even still, like the the BBC, this hire, this could be for a job where there are nine straight white dudes, and they just leave this position open for the That's one one thousand percent of it is. color, like, and then still... all the white dudes look around and go, "Why aren't there ten of us?" Yeah, it's like because I mean, there's nine of you. <laughs> like, even... like there's nine of you. That's enough. Jesus. Right. Even with what Brett said, there's still like the majority of writers' rooms in Hollywood are still. It's still. So basically, white so basically Britain first is every white male comedian ever. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. <laughs> that they can't get anything. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. They also want to, they have, it's nothing but petitions on their front page. There's one to stop the Cheadle Mosque expansion, which shout out to Don Cheadle I for hope expanding. it's Don Cheadle's mosque, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's a whole chain of Cheadle Mosques. Free speech for Jada Franson. They just want a rec room. <laughs> Almost none of these petitions have the required number of signatures, and they're there's not they're not asking for a lot. Literally, none of them have them. Yeah, I feel like we could hit fifteen thousand sigs. Two of them are against the expansion of like if your front page has a thing that says Britain first and quote unquote racism, and then two of the four. Petitions featured on your front page are to stop mosques from expanding. Yeah. Don Cheadle. Don ra- Cheadle's mosque. Too. You're racist. Yeah. I mean, Don Cheadle's mosque. Not only is he black. Let him worship. He has, a, he has a mosque named after him. Yeah. Hotel Rwanda. What a Ocean's great movie. Traitor. You ever seen Traitor? Boogie Nights. No. No one's seen Traitor, but that's a great movie with a really great twist ending. Shout out to Don Cheadle. Saw him walking in Santa Monica once. Not to brag. <laughs> Not to brag, but I saw him. He yeah. was there. I saw him at, I saw him at like a Macy's once. Nice. Um, yeah. Speak on that, that Maria. That's, that's the whole story. Oh, that's the entire story. All right. <laughs> oh, I was sure there was going to be so much more to that. And the employees followed him around. It's weird. Uh, I only know that because I was following too. <laughs> Some of the other things. There's on- a delay. Yeah, I know. We're we're I'm I feel like we're working with it pretty well. I think so too. I just I get scared that I'm not funny and I'm like, oh there oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're always funny, Maria. Let's talk Thank you. They also have the their mission statement on their website, which is stern, dedicated, loyal, steadfast and incorruptible men and women. Okay? That's I mean, if they're just going to take our fucking mission statement verbatim and put it on their own site, that's fine. The, the <laughs> They also, I guess this is the second part, a Britain where sexual degeneracy is not the norm, but the exception. I'm not in favor of that. Mm-mm. British people love that, doing sexual uh, stuff. That, con- that confused stuff. me. Sexual degeneracy, which means what, like? Like degenerate, like um, they mean gay people. They mean like other parties have a bunch of oh yeah, they mean butt stuff. (laughs) Basically, they they mean anything that's not. So, but they're saying that it's not like it's not like there's no gays. They're just not a lot of them. Right. They want it to be the exception. So you're reading from like the core tenets of the. Well, this is from an email I fired off to them. It was a proposed mission statement. Actually, these were my no. Yeah, this comes from their actual (laughs) mission statement on their website. They also have their party platform listed which is fantastic. It's got five points. The first one, complete ban on Islam. Second, banning the use of the word racist by the media. No problem, Bob. Sure. Yeah. Paying foreigners to leave the country. How about that one, Maria? They'll do it. 
that I was actually intrigued by. I was like, well, how much? Yeah. I, I would leave for the right yeah. amount of money. What are we talking about here? Like, let me, let me know, give me a number and I'll tell you whether or not I'm going to sit down at the table. Give me numbers. Yeah. Give me numbers. Yeah. They also want to introduce a total ban on abortion using Ireland and North Ireland as a model, which, yeah. Not, not great. It's a good, good, good place to model probably, your fucking abortion yeah, policy on. Yeah, it should probably never be the. Uh, yeah, the, unless the, the, the baby has a gun, you can't get an abortion in Ireland. <laughs> Listen, Irish people are fine. I don't know many, but if anything you say that isn't like how to get drunk or like how to make a pie or something like that is like modeled after how they do it in Ireland, that's probably not a good thing. Yeah, no. almost nothing. What else do they got going on? Also, greatly increased assistance and counseling for victims of sexual attacks. I want to talk about this one for a second. Which even a blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes, I guess. But right. But they also are very anti-abortion. Right. So I have a feeling here that this is about people who are sexual violence victims where the perpetrator was a brown person. Right. And if, if we get into the, the fellow who runs this... Can you tell me about maybe some of his uh, some uh, of his run-ins with the law? Paul Golding, you mean? Sure. Or Downing? Or is that... Or is there... Oh, Down... Yeah, we uh, kind of skipped over Downing. He was... Or uh, I, I forgot which one was which, but well, I just was... want to point out on this bullet point that they, they want to help out victims of sexual violence, but they also want to prevent abortion. They want to make bo- abortions illegal. And the guy who runs it. Oh, yeah. Paul Golding. Yeah. He was, among other things, we'll go through some of his history. But yeah, at one point, he was accused of sexually assaulting a woman after a rally condemning child sex abuse. There it is. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. he's like, all this sex abuse talk getting me a little hot for some yeah. sex abuse. He just had a powerful erection the entire time. So I just want to point out that that bullet point helping out victims of sexual violence is like there's a parenthesis like unless i'm doing it or unless you get pregnant well right it's it's always yeah. been part of racist propaganda like they used it uh, in italy and in germany and such during you know world war ii and everything it's yeah. the idea that all the brown people are going to come and rape the white women yeah and that's like every single group has yeah. that as part of its like foundation it's based on this fear which i guess is derived from you know being racist and also feelings of sexual inadequacy yeah they oh i left some parts out of their platform also scrapped the entire foreign aid budget all right that seems harsh interesting yeah go on withdraw from the united nations quote which is used by vested interests to undermine the western world sounds a lot like trump yeah abolish the corrupt bloated and politically biased bbc also, also, sounds also sounds like Trump. A lot like Trump. There's also, yeah, we talked about they have a page on their website dedicated to them not being racist, which is just made up of pictures of Britain first members with people of color. One of the people in the photos has Make America Great Again hat on. Mm. So Make America hat again. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of. So we were going to talk about Paul Golding. He is. How are you doing, Maria? We haven't talked to you in a while. Um, no, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm listening to all the bullet points. I am curious how you mentioned that in England they think of Americans as all having guns. I'm always curious what Europe and England's take is on abortion. It always bothers me when people are like, oh, America's so far behind so many other countries. And it's like, we're not behind Ireland when it comes to yeah. abortion. Like, by Australia any means. legalized gay marriage last month. Yeah. And. Is that a thing you see over there where people talk about how advanced Europe is compared to the United States? Or is that just hoity-toit Americans wishing they lived in Europe like you do because you're so cool? No, I mean, I think that I think that everybody thinks they're more advanced than the United States in, like, so many different ways. I don't really know anything about abortions. Like, I don't know. Like, if I had to get an abortion in England... I don't know how easy it would be, but I think pretty easy because I think Irish girls like hop on over to London to get an abortion whenever they need one. That makes but, sense. Uh, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I, I do think that there's a sense of uh, we're doing it like, or, you know, Europe and England are, are doing it better than the, the states that you guys are behind. I don't know who I'm affiliated with. I don't know if I'm saying our when I'm saying me in England or if I'm saying we as me in America. Like, I don't know. I'm just kind of. Uh, well, you're like a double agent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, to, in, to infiltrate the deep state. 
Yeah, you're working both sides. You're part of Trump's new spy organization. You're playing both sides. I mean, there's such a like a fucking there's such a like a an anti-American sentiment all over the place, and just like even Canadians when they get on stage in in London, the fucking first thing they say is, uh, "Don't worry." I'm not like one of my good friends says this and I feel bad, but I'm not American. You know, like it's just like they want to separate themselves. Nobody likes Americans. They like me. I think I'm an exception. <laughs> yeah. But, one of the good ones. That happens a lot, though. That happened. Yeah. I think it I think it comes and goes according to who's in office, because you heard that a lot when Bush was in office, too. I knew a comic who did a comedy show yeah. in England, and it was a thing where they gonged you if your jokes were going bad. And the first thing she said yeah, was at the comedy store. The first thing she said was that she was from the United States and they gonged her and she had to get off. Yeah, stage. I mean, she shouldn't have started. <laughs> yeah, I don't open with that. <laughs> I, I did the gong show. I did the gong show. And the first thing I talked about was being Egyptian. And I got I got gonged. And then I was like, you racist motherfuckers. And then I, everybody cheered. <laughs> but then like uh, I got gonged off like after like two minutes. But that is kind of racist. Why did they gong <laughs> you? Oh, it's super racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always play the race card. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the monsters who run Britain first. Because just a reminder, these are the people that our president has aligned himself with and is not backing down from it one goddamn bit. Uh, one guy, Paul Golding, he was described by Jada Franson's ex-boyfriend as a narcissist and jealous of their relationship. He was recorded. I don't know what this means. He was recorded to have worn women's underwear on his head on Remembrance Sunday when he was 16. Not on Remembrance Sunday. On his head? But the elders. Um, they don't go there, Paul. Oh, I, 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 that, was, that was a baffling little uh, note. <laughs> like, what? Who cares? I mean, I guess it's disrespectful. Like, you know what Remembrance Sunday yeah. is, right? But Yeah, I guess. No. But in terms and, of, like, in terms of strikes against his character, that's pretty minimal. And it's, yeah, and it says, it says it's a thing that is brought up regularly when he's discussed. Oh, I know. I can see why, because it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, very silly. It's yeah. a silly thing for, for a man to do. He was elected as a British National <laughs> Party councillor for Swanley in 2009, where his constituents say he, quote, did nothing. He stepped down after two years and went on to help create Britain first. He ran in London's mayoral elections and infamously turned his back on Sadiq Khan as Khan gave his acceptance speech. Not racist, though. That's just so petty. Yeah. It's so petty. Yeah. Yeah, well, this all sounds like Trump. You so he was, like, standing on a stage with Khan and then, like, turned, turned around. Like, like, faced the Made the a back point wall. of turning his back on him while he gave his acceptance speech. What a fucking tool. Like, that's beyond racism. Like, I feel like racists saw that and were like, dude. Dude, that's too racist. Come on. Yeah. That's dumb. He was jailed for eight. He was jailed for eight weeks in 2016 for violating a court ban on entering mosques. Yeah, that's one thing. We we skipped over one of the the guy who initially founded Britain First. His name was Jim Dowson. He eventually left because Britain First became too radical for him. Why can't what's this guy's name? Paul, the the other guy? Paul Golding. Why can't he go inside mosques? I mean, I think because I know why, but they they were basically being a menace. Yeah. <laughs> they were going into mosques and basically like causing havoc and telling people they needed to leave the country. Huh. And it's I think also there's probably some sort of religious rule against Muslims and non-Muslims entering mosques, possibly. Well, I don't know. Like, I would assume if you just continuously go into yeah. like a protected house of worship, they'll just be like, "No, you just stop and, like, like, yeah. harassing people." Like, yeah. yeah. Now, like this, if I went to churches all the time and was harassing people for not being church's Jewish chicken, or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, no. Oh. I, I go to I church's chicken all the time and ask prevent, people if they believe prohibited in Jesus. from going into churches. I don't. Know. <laughs> Yeah. No, I just wanted to make sure he didn't like drive a car through a mosque or something. Insane. Not yet. Not yet. I'm sure yeah. it's coming. Building up to it. Now, the one cool thing on his resume in July 2017, headbutted a martial arts instructor and MMA fighter in the face. Yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah, as of December 2nd, alleged to have sexually assaulted a woman after a rally condemning child sex abuse. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, everything about this dude sounds well, like I mean, Trump. What was he gonna do? Like it was all this talk about child sex abuse. He got so turned on. Like what was he gonna do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're, you're there. People are talking. Like, I mean, she you was kind of asking for I mean, it. Being, just, she was just there. Yeah, you get urges. Her boobs were all there and stuff. It's like don't have boobs if you don't want them to be touched. And right. Why, what is she doing as an adult? Right. At a child sex abuse rally, pedophile. Right. <laughs> right. He was keeping those kids safe. Right. So that's what he was doing. Yeah. Right. I'm going to keep these streets safe. You don't bring boobs to a child sex rally. We went down an uncomfortable tangent. <laughs> we sure did. With that that part of the discussion. We sure did. <laughs> let's let's talk about Jada Franson. Her ex-boyfriend ended their relationship over her involvement in Britain first, which sounds probably a smart move. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like, like he's got his head on his shoulders. Yeah, sounds like a well, good Good Maria. Kept putting because she kept putting Britain first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Maria, there's at least one single guy in in yeah. London with his head screwed on straight. Yeah. I'm gonna have to tweet tweet at him. I wonder if they had that conversation. That's true. Where it's like, I feel like in, in in your eyes between me and Britain, Britain comes first, and she's like, Well, I I did name it that. Yeah. I. That's I literally wanted, the name of my organization. I wanted so you to yes. know. Yeah. It's not called God first. Mm-mm. It's not called my pets and friends first. Yeah. It's called Britain first. It's wow. not called Kyle first, Kyle. <laughs> Let's start an organization <laughs> called Kyle first. <laughs> Kyle first. I know some rad Kyles. Kyle <laughs> Clark hosts the This Is Rad podcast. He's nice. Let's talk about Jada Franson a little more. She was also charged with hate speech at a rally in Belfast in November, which I, you can just be charged with hate speech in other countries. I think That's you- neat. Yeah. We're one of the few countries yeah. that hasn't gotten that yeah, far. Yeah, they yet. have. I mean, they have. They have like freedom of speech. It's just, but but no hate speech. You're not allowed to do that. Well, it's the same thing as like uh, like there's, swastikas. Well, are there's technically in Germany. Oh yeah, anything the salute is. Yeah, yeah. There technically is like there's been two different Supreme Court cases on it in the United States about hate speech. Don't remember the names of them, but they're really they've they've not ruled in favor of the the victim in those cases either time i know one was about like burning a cross on a lawn and another one was like somebody getting punched i think for yeah. like shouting racial epithets at people in public and in both cases they're like well yeah this does technically because there is like a law that's like well if you're if you're using hate speech uh it, it's it's speech that's going to inc- uh, incite violence. violence yeah sure that's illegal you can't be like I hate gay people. Go to Bob the gay guy's house and kill him. You can't say that, um, but you can say I hate gay people. Right? Yeah. And both times it was brought up on this. Well, this is uh, inciting <laughs> Bob the gay. Guy. You know, Bob, the, you know, gay Bob the gay guy's his house. His house on <laughs> Gay Street. It's going to be the next T-shirt we send out. Bob the gay guy T-shirts. Right. But anyway, <laughs> anyways, the point is that the court's not ruled in favor of it either, either right. time, even though the law the law technically says what Brett just well, said. Well, that's what's happening right now with the cake thing, too. I mean, by the time this podcast comes out, I, there might have been a resolution to it. But the whole cake, I don't know if you know what's going on with the cake Supreme Court case about the baker who doesn't want to bake a cake for... Right. Well, they're, they are trying it as um, the defense the, or... The per- the person the the counsel representing the baker is presenting it as a freedom of speech issue, and that he people who make decorative cakes are artists, like a painter or something like sure, that. Right. All the, you all can't the- force someone. You can't force Adam Brown to make a podcast about like, hey, podcasting is an art. And but the defense is like, or the I don't know, the other side is like. Well, what about subway artists, like sandwich artists? <laughs> like, you know, you can't. What, at what point do you draw the line for things that are not really considered art to begin with? Yeah. I'm going to go order a just the gayest sandwich at Subway tonight and see what happens. Bet there's some conserves. What is a gay sandwich? Uh, banana, like meatballs? Banana peppers? Uh, no, meatball is the manliest of all sandwiches yeah. because that's <laughs> the one I eat all the time. Pro- I don't know, like seafood and crab? That seems pretty. <laughs> Tom is. Stone faced on this issue. I don't. I don't. I feel like <laughs> Tom I'm, didn't like my answer. <laughs> I'm refusing to speculate. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Come on. Sure. Speculate on the gayest sandwich. <laughs> Yay. Um. So let's uh, let's talk a little more about Jada France. And she also she's been held in custody four times by anti-terror police. 
She also mm. sent a threat to New York Times reporters for inquiring about the videos that she shared on Twitter. She threatened reporters that visit her with home visits of their own. Does that mean she's going to fuck these reporters? That's kind of... That's yeah. one way to interpret it, yeah. That's how I choose to interpret it. Sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, getting held by anti-terror police four times is too many times. It's if four too many. Bauer has to come over and be like, you need to go in jail. You need to cool this one out for a few minutes. Four times? Four times. I can imagine me, Brett, walking around maybe at the Staples Center, and they're looking for a guy with a flannel shirt on. And Jack Bauer has to shoot my kneecap and be like, you get in the hole, right? You get in in the can right now. We can't trust you. I'll be like, hey, this is a mistake, Jack Bauer. Four times. You got to be doing something wrong. Yeah. Fool me once sort of situation. Fool me four times. <laughs> Fool me once. Shame on Jack Stop Bauer. Stop <laughs> No shame on you again. When she issued those threats, she called it the failing New York Times. So Hashtag please tag. tell me more about how Donald Trump's not influencing all of these fucking oh, yeah. Where was the crazy sto- people around the world. Where was the story that CNN, I mean, among other institutions, just broke about the slave trade? Oh, and it's in Libya. Libya. And then right. they responded by saying, no, it's fake news. It's fake news, CNN. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Myanmar, too, where there's yeah. like a fucking genocide happening. Yeah. The also leader in Myanmar news, yeah. also came out and said, no, fake news. It's like, no, you're slaughtering millions of people, dude. Yeah. That is not. And someone asked. I'm glad you brought that up because I was watching a White House press conference today and someone asked about that. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders was they were like, are you concerned that world leaders are, are you concerned about this very concerning yeah. thing? That's and happening she was in like, the world? I'll tell you what we're concerned about. It's fake news. We're concerned about the media spreading disinformation. It's like, bitch, there's a genocide happening. What the fuck? It's, yeah, it, it, it's Just denying objective reality is always terrifying at any point in history. So like, that's going to happen that's when awesome that we're going down that path. What's going to happen when like Trump's providing a playbook, essentially, for any up, up and coming dictators in other countries, like how to treat disinformation all that stuff so what if you know the next whoever of iran bombs america and we're like oh no iran you bombed us what are you going to do about it huh we should we come over and knock your asses and and they're like oh that was fake news like what do you, what are they yeah. going to do that like oh shit they got us. us they got damn us damn it you have to honor the fake news the fake <laughs> news tr- trumps everything else <laughs> you got me <laughs> Yeah, it's nuts. Even UKIP has distanced itself from Britain first. Our president has not, but the party that basically passed Brexit has since said Britain first is a little too aggressively it, like racist for them. Tea partiers being like, whoa, get, oh, these alt-right folks, these folks exactly, with the frogs yeah. are like, these are a little too, a little too intense. Yeah, and he's a fucking demi, Trump. Yeah. So yeah. like, I... And he doesn't know what these groups are. He just saw super racist tweets, and he's like, oh, this uh, aligns with my belief system. I'll retweet this. And then people are like, that's really bad. You should have tweeted that. I said, like, well, I'm not going to I'm not gonna delete it. Yeah. Because that's how he responds to any challenge. And yeah, we, just, we brought up Sarah Huckabee Sanders. When they asked her about this in a press briefing about him tweeting these videos, her response was, whether the video is real, the threat is real. And that's what the president is talking about. Jesus. I wonder if she goes home at night and just, like, washes her hands over and over and over again, just trying to, like, relieve herself of all the guilt she must feel for defending him. Yeah, I was thinking about that watching her today. It's like, how... And she's so quick to just spit out... Like, she must know... I mean, I guess, I feel like I could hold a press conference for Trump right now. Yeah, you just, you add, just you say just, the same thing. Yeah, and if nothing else, you go, well, Bill Clinton did it, too! Yeah. Like, I saw, I don't remember who it was, but he's also a piece of shit Republican, Rick Santorum. And they kept bringing up, you know, Trump has 19 people accusing him of sexual abuse or sexual misconduct. And all he kept saying was, no Democrats voted to impeach Clinton in the 90s. And it's like, dude, that was decades ago. Yeah, It's a different world now. We also didn't always prosecute people who lynch black people but we have progressed yeah. and moved times on. times have changed you know what 
I'll sacrifice Clinton if we can take out Trump, too. Fuck it. Yeah. Hang them both. I mean, figuratively speaking. Rick Santorum was the guy that Dan Savage turned oh, yeah. his last name into, um, it was supposed to mean, like, the comma in, in the, the, that comes out of the butt. Like, it's a frothy after, mixture of cum and anal, anal juices. Yeah. Frothy is in the, in the, ter- in the air. And Rick, Rick Santorum <laughs> coined that? No, no. What? Dan Savage coined that about no, Santorum. Oh. And it, be- like, it became such a thing that if you Googled Santorum, that was the number one thing that came oh, up. Oh, okay. And then good. Rick Santorum's campaign website. And this was in early 2012 when Santorum was running, was running for president. Okay, good. Because uh, the way I heard that, I, I was like, Rick Santorum used the word frothy? That seems way above his vocab level. No. We should use, we should come up with like a description that would equate Trump. Like, Sa- some sort, like something Savage- that incorporates the word moist. Nobody like, <laughs> oh my God, I hate the word moist. What? <laughs> I, no, I think dry, like something vaginal dryness related. People have tried, including Savage, yeah. have tried to, to make that happen again like what happened with the word santorum with a few other names and it never really caught caught on uh yeah. give us a couple weeks we'll think on it yeah. over the christmas break we'll think on nothing else i'll pray on it over the christmas break i think we all will pray on it. and i would ask our listeners to pray on it also and we'll i uh, think it's because like santorum already kind of sounds like the definition because it sounds like like cause it ends like with um like vectum you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was already kind of already there. It sounds like a like an unsavory medical term. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, right for sure. <laughs> Should we do comments? Are we far enough in to do comments? You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. That's true, right? Uh, I want you to know it's not true. Oh, okay. it's not true. No, because we call this segment "Your Voice Matters." Where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few episodes and respond to them personally. 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 Fade it out, Brett. And by that I mean just let it fade out naturally because you don't have to do anything. I'm all Beautiful. about making your job easier these days. Love it. Oh. Don't, don't say the word job. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting. God damn it. Uh, let's read some comments from SoundCloud. Hide and go seek says... Brett and Tom, fuck yeah! yeah. Woo! Young stepdaddy. It's <laughs> <laughs> my com- rap name. He comments a lot. He oh. says, OMG, I feel like a child on Christmas. Will Brett hit it for real, for real? Let's listen. He did hit it, Brett. Will he remember how to turn it off? <laughs> I'm hitting the button. I'm hitting the button. You gotta hit the two buttons at the same time. I am, bro. <laughs> I am, bro. Going on. I got it. Don't worry. Oh, this is a shame. Oh, it's It's, not stopping. It's not stopping. I turned it off. Don't worry. Let's keep going. Keep the show going. Let it play out. I faded it out. I'm engineering the show. There's a knob here that controls the volume. I started it again. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) This fell apart very quickly. (laughs) Just like old times. (laughs) Uh, Professional veneer. (laughs) It's still going. (laughs) (laughs) It's so long. Hey, let's just keep reading comments. Gabriel Ferrer says, I've been listening to the back catalogs of Unpops the past few months, and I realized I re- really how much Brett is missed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tom, too. Well, Al R says, hooray, I've missed Tom Ryman the most of all the old cracked compatriots. Oh, thanks, Al. Are any of these comments going to be about me? What the because- fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, did people not know Maria was going to be here? Could we not get some comments for either of us? Let's check the chat. I mean, yeah, see, maybe the chat has something to say about Marina. I mean, Marina. Maria. <laughs> Sorry, my wife's name is Marina, so <laughs> it just lapsed into that. I apologize. Jennifer, Wait, what did you just said Maria. What did you say? I said Marina, and then I had to correct myself. Oh, gotcha. Jennifer Fendelander in the comments on uh, the YouTube live stream says, We can see Brett get angry now. I know, it's fun, right? <laughs> it's so much fun. It's the, the Brett Rage Cam. Andrew Johnson says, Brett, do you work on an NPR show now? Could swear I heard you on it. It was a gardening show. Yeah, that was me. Was it? Hi, um, welcome to Gardening <laughs> with Brett. Um, today we're sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace. For all your gardening needs. You know, I started a website with Squarespace, and uh, they have 24 hours of customer support. And um, you listen to NPR. Next up is Fresh Air. Fresh Air. You seem 
agitated today. Are you okay? Yeah. Well, some of my succulents, um, they were a little dry. I checked oh out my. the soil this morning, and they were a little dry. Let's do and this for another 15 or 20 minutes. Okay. All right. Next I like up, it. we have uh, Mozart's <laughs> Concerto Number <No>. 3 <laughs> in D minor, followed by Lou Bega's Mambo Number no. 5. <laughs> You know, you, you know the the regular composer only makes nine nom- mambos. <laughs> what? No, like every like every classical sympo- composer makes nine symphonies. Oh, I fucked it up. I mumbled the joke, but like <laughs> like, like, like Lou Bega would only make nine mambos. It took like, him five. Yeah, he like, peaked at five. Like, classical composers like only make nine symphonies in their lifetime, and like and they make like everything else is not called a symphony. I don't know. He didn't bother with the last four mambos. Yeah. What, what a lazy like bitch! He's doing some ad right now for like some gum or some retirement. Card. It's, all, it's about how yeah. he never has to uh, have a job again because Mambo oh, yeah? Number Five set him up. Which right I feel now, like you're on my television making a commercial for a fucking life insurance company. You exactly. are taking a job right now. Exactly. Otherwise, you'd be at the GameStop asking me if I want to pre-order something like that. Do you? Bega? No, Do I you? don't. <laughs> okay. Well, he's got to ask. So this was how far in are we? I feel uh, so, I feel so relaxed now. I don't have to worry about anything. Uh, a little bit under fifty five minutes. Oh, we're great then. We should wrap this up. This is going up next week. What do we have to plug? Uh, come to our live podcast at the Hollywood Hotel, December thirtieth, nine p.m. It's free. It's going to be a performing under the influence podcast, meaning we're going to do stand up completely sober. Then we're going to go get. Up and then come back and record a podcast. And as long as it doesn't sound like trash, we'll even release it so people can hear it. What are you going to do? Uh, me and Quincy have been talking about it. We might do mushrooms. That sounds great. I did. Uh, I've done a PUI on mushrooms once before, and I know the uh, the big aftershock of that is I stay up and watch TV till four in the morning. So <laughs> I can handle that. It's a gentle one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a nice ride. <laughs> you just feel energized and. Everything you watch looks cool, and then you just eventually fall asleep way later than you should. So I'm into that. So come to that. Also come to The Darkest Hour, the second Friday of every month, Westside Comedy Theater, 11.30 p.m. Uh, Maria, what are you doing in England? Yo, um, I am going to be, like, come see me at Angel Comedy at the Bill Murray on New Year's Eve. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'll be very drunk, so I'll be doing my own, like, PUI, but it would be, like, CUI. Um, and then, yeah, uh, just a bunch of shows. It's all on my website, mariashahada.com. That makes sense. Cool. Brett, Tom, anything? Uh, no, you can just check my website, mariashahada.com for dates and uh, tour info. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm shadowing Maria Shahada through Europe this Mm -hmm. year. Uh, Tom, anything? No, you have to come. (laughs) (laughs) No, my, my next week is like wind whistling through a wasteland. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Just a blasted landscape of nothing. Uh, <laughs> we'll fix that. <laughs> All right. This was fun. We should get out of here. Yeah. Maria, say goodbye. Goodbye. Tom, say goodbye. Goodbye. Brett, goodbye, America. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>